Greetings, my friends. I hope you are having a great week. Thank you for tuning in to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. I am Francis Westo, the host of this podcast. We are sharing from the series, The Trait of an Unforgettable Leader. Last week, we covered the trait of vision. We discussed that David was a visionary. David had a clear vision for his country. Because of that clear vision, he could train a mighty army and defeat most of Israel's enemies in his lifetime. We also spoke about a few characteristics that visionaries have in common. We said visionaries are persistent, magnetic, open-minded, bold, and great organizers. David was all that. Today we will discuss another trait of an unforgettable leader. I want to talk to you about humility. There is no room for pride in greatness. Pride is a sin, and sin only produces death. Every unforgettable leader who changed the world for good was humble. Jesus himself is the primary example of humility. Mark 10.45 tells us that he came to serve and not to be served. Jesus gave his life as a ransom for many. Someone who, like Jesus, was humble and served his people was King David. He is one example we are using as an unforgettable leadership in this series. King David was a humble man. The Bible tells us that after he killed Goliath, he was so popular in Israel that even Saul, the king, was jealous of David's popularity. Nevertheless, David was humble enough to remain in the palace, playing the heart for Saul. 1 Samuel 16.23 tells us, Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David will take his lure and play. Then relief will come to Saul. He will feel better and the evil spirit will leave him. Christian leaders should be humble, but sadly, since they are also human, pride is a strong temptation for leaders in the church. When my brother Walter and I were in Bible school, we had the opportunity to meet many world-renowned preachers. We were part of the team who used to assist them during the time they were at the ministry that employed us. My brother Walter used to pick them up from the airport and drive them around while they were in town. Some of those preachers were so kind and humble that it was a joy to assist them. Others, on the other hand, thought they were the answer from God to the world. They were demanding, and to preach in our church, they would demand things like specific types of cars, personal security, first-class airline tickets, and top-of-the-line hotel rooms. I remember a female preacher who insisted on bringing her assistant, who used to go ahead of her spraying perfume wherever she went. I am all for treating the people of God with excellence, but not to the point where we consider them a superior class. My friends, we are all equals at the foot of the cross. Jesus, the Son of God, came to the world and lived in it as a simple carpenter. He did not even have electricity or running water. He mostly walked wherever he went, and I am sure none of the disciples walked ahead of Jesus spraying perfume. The Apostle Paul knew hunger, and most founding fathers of the church lived humbly. If we talk about more contemporary leaders, we can speak of Nelson Mandela, who survived 27 years in prison. You should read how he described some of the prisons and all he had to endure during his decades of imprisonment. President Abraham Lincoln was a humble man. It has been said of Lincoln that like few leaders the world has known, Lincoln proved that any leader's first and most significant victory is always that over his own ego. Great leaders conquer their egos, my friends. 
The dictionary's definition of humility is a modest or low view of one's importance. Regardless of their accomplishments, unforgettable leaders always have a low view of their accomplishments. The Bible says that humility is the appropriate posture people should have with God. When we maintain a humble attitude, we reveal our dependence on God. Unforgettable leaders wait for God's direction. They depend entirely on God. Since we are talking about King David as an example of humility, we can see that David kept his humility even after he ascended the throne. First Chronicles 14, 8-10 tells us, When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they went up in full force to search for him. But David heard about it and went out to meet them. Now the Philistines had come and raided the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of God, Shall I go and attack the Philistines? Would you deliver them into my hands? The Lord answered, Go, I will deliver them into your hands. Did you notice that he did not assume that God will give him the victory over his enemies, but went before the Lord and inquired of God, Shall I go? Will you deliver them into my hands? People sometimes forget that God is their creator, and without him, no one can do anything. David never did. David was humble before God, not presuming to take the armies of Israel to war unless the true ruler of Israel allowed it. Nor does he presume that just because he has God's permission that it will result in victory. David always asked God if he will allow him to conquer his adversaries. He always asked God what to do instead of telling God what he wanted to do. He led people well because he was humble. He depended on God. To depend on God reminds us that the only one who deserves the glory in all is Him. When we have an elevated image of our abilities as leaders, we depend on God less and less. However, when we understand that by the grace of God, He guides us, uses our gift and talents despite of all our flaws, and allows us to accomplish our purpose in life, there is no room for pride. David understood that. He knew that he was a man full of flaws. To start, he was a womanizer. Because of his sin, one of his sons lost his life, and Uriah, a great soldier, was killed. The Bible also tells us about the time when David thought himself powerful and counted his army, and thousands died. Let me read that to you. Go with me to Second Chronicles 21, and we'll start reading on verse 1. Satan rose up against Israel and incited David to take a census of Israel. So David said to Joab and the commanders of the troops, Go and count the Israelites from Beersheba to Dan. Then report back to me so that I know how many there are. But Joab replied, May the Lord multiply his troops a hundred times over. My Lord the king, are they not all the Lord's subject? Why does my Lord want to do this? Why should he bring guilt on Israel? God had not asked David to count his men. Did you notice that the Bible says that Satan rose against Israel and incited David to do a census? Satan tempted David with pride. David's temptation tells us that even the humble can fall prey to pride. That is why we cannot assume we are immune to sin. We need to be humble. We cannot forget to depend on God, even to help us walk in humility. Let's look at the consequences of one of the two areas the Bible tells us that David did not depend on God. 
Go with me to Second Chronicles 21, and we'll start reading on verse 11, which says, So God went to David and said to him, This is what the Lord says, Take your choice, three years of famine, three months of being swept away before your enemies, with their sword overtaking you, or three days of the sword of the Lord, days of plague in the land, with the angel of the Lord ravaging every part of Israel. Now then decide how I should answer the one who sent me. David said to God, and this God is G-A-D, not G-O-D. It says, David said to God, I am in deep distress. Let me fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is ever great. But do not let me fall into humans' hands. My friends, as leaders, we must understand that our sins affect not only our families or just ourselves. Our sin also affects the people who are following us. The good news in the case of David was that David learned his lesson. We do not see him committing that same mistake ever again. Unforgettable leaders are humble enough to learn from their mistakes and the mistakes of others. In talking about the mistakes of others, another area where David did not depend on God's leading was to lead his family. David was a great king, great warrior, and leader, but he was not the best example of fatherhood. His son Absalom tried to kill him because David had given him too much power and no responsibility. If you are in leadership, please humble yourself before the Lord and ask him that before he makes you an unforgettable leader for others, he makes you an unforgettable leader of your family. We cannot and should not save the world and lose our families. 1 Timothy 3, 4-6, talking about Christian leaders, tells us, he must manage his own household well, with all dignity, keeping his children submissive. For if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he care for God's church? He may not be a recent convert, or he may become puffed up with conceit and fall into the condemnation of the devil. The number one responsibility of the leader is to lead his family. Sadly, David learned this lesson with the death of his beloved son, Absalom. Like I said before, leaders are not perfect. Thank God for his mercy and his grace. But let me conclude this episode reminding you that with all his faults, and maybe because of his faults, David died as a great and humble leader. Let me read to you David's last words, which are in 2 Samuel 23, and I'm going to read verses 2 through 4. The Spirit of the Lord spoke through me. His word was on my tongue. The God of Israel spoke. The rock of Israel said to me, When one rules over people in righteousness, when he rules in the fear of God, he is like the light of the morning at sunrise, on a cloudless morning, like the brightness after rain that brings grass from the earth. David knew who the rock of Israel was and that he could do what he did only because he ruled in the fear of God. Friends, our prayers as leaders should always be that no matter what God entrusts in our hands, that he keeps us humble. Let us remember that everything and everybody who we are leading belongs to God. We are just overseers. And by the way, I do not want to forget to tell you what a friend of mine said to me. He told me, pride is like bad breath. You do not know you have it, but everyone around you has to put up with it. A good solution to avoid falling prey to pride without realizing it is to surround ourselves with good friends who will love us enough to keep us humble. 
make sure you always have someone that knows you well and love you enough to tell you when you have opened your heart to pride. Humility, my friends, is one of the traits of all unforgettable leaders who change the world for good. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I hope this episode blessed you. We at Global Grace Ministries love to pray. To share your prayer request with us, please write us at info at globalgraceministries.com or visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. Love, grace, and mercy to you and yours, my friends.